listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I'm Frank. I am Frank Skinner, and um, <laughs> I am Top Cat. I am. I am. Um, and um, I'm with Emily Dean. I'm also with Alan Cochran this morning. The Wanderer has returned. Hurrah. Oh, Big Daddy, I've been pining away for Mr. Alan. Yeah, it's been a long time. Here yeah. we go. Oh, that's oh, nice to hear, isn't it? For a long time. Um, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Oh, yes. So, Alan, welcome back. welcome back. It's good to be back. Hello. Alan has been to the Edinburgh Fringe Indeed. in Scotland. <laughs> Making um, it sound like you've never had any encounter with it at all. Well, mm. I think it's always good not to assume too much knowledge. Oh, okay. um, so it's a place where comedians go um, <laughs> to um, often to have quite severe mental breakdowns. But Alan looks there quite... does seem to be a lot of that. Yeah, and get is. into a lot of debt. Yeah, yeah, into, not doing uh, that. Drinking problems, <laughs> drugs. I sold some tickets. I didn't have any and, drinking uh, problems. Not only have drinking problems, but offer someone a lift home. Age 29 afterwards. It's that kind of <laughs> scenario up there. Who would do a thing like it's that? It's just an anecdote now. No, but um, it's... Uh, anyway, I'm, so I'm glad you made it and you and you look unscarred. And, and I heard great things about the show. So oh, I think you, you come back trailing glory, as I think William Wordsworth said of um, people when they're born. I mean, oh, I mean, not as much as last time when I came back and got to announce that I was joint eighth better joke of the fridge. Oh, yeah. Do you oh, remember, do you remember that? that, Al? Those heady days. Yeah, I remember, the, I remember the joke as well. <laughs> if there's one thing that winds me up, it's the articles in the paper about the ten best jokes in Edinburgh. Is it? If, if well, it always tends, it winds me up because it's often puns. No, I don't mind. I it's don't just... mind the jokes. But what I think is, if you're going to write an article, write an article. Don't get other unpaid comedians yeah, yeah. to write it for you. Good there point. you go. Good point. <laughs> Got that out the way, and I'll tell you something else. Go on. I was walking this morning. I went past a Nike town. Oh yeah. <laughs> And yes, there is a place called that. Well, yes, there is, but I've never quite heard it pronounced like that. And um, <laughs> there was a beautiful woman in sportswear on the wind. And I picture on the window. Oh yeah, not a sports person. Oh, I'm just a, model. a beautiful woman. Yeah. yeah, you know, one of them beautiful women that um, yeah. used to be quite very popular in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got off. That's when I liked them. And now. <laughs> No, I just, I don't know, I find them slightly comical. Anyway. Was she a real woman or was it a picture like a... It was, no, it was a picture. Oh, OK. I was probably a real woman somewhere in the process. Yes. Anyway, then I saw a bloke walking up the road, very, um, oh, some sort of drug-rattled, <laughs> sad, spectral <laughs> figure of early morning London. Was he doing the uh, the shuffle you've often referred to, Frank? Oh, you walk so quickly. Like I didn't like the look From place to place. But he had full sports gear on. As well, and I thought, you know what? I'd recently watched an Usain Bolt movie called something like "I'm Bolt" or something like that. Me Mm. Bolt, (laughs) Um, probably was the what it was called in the West Indies. (laughs) Me Bolt, and uh, is that all right? Apparently not. Well, I'll keep talking until the show's taken off the air, and then um, (laughs) he looked great. You know, him sitting around in sports gear, he looked great, but he's earned the right to wear sports yeah. gear. Now, yeah. I know people go on about this, but I realised that when I used to go walking around as a four- and five-year-old in a cowboy outfit, it's exactly the same thing. 
that mm. they've seen sportsmen looking good, so they're dressing as sportsmen and dressing as sportswomen. Yeah. Or dressing as professional cyclists. And it's just the same. What about if I came in here today in a cowboy outfit? People would think I'd had <laughs> a mental what? breakdown. No, they think I'd been to Edinburgh. I would, love, <laughs> I would love that. But it wouldn't I be. I would any, love it. It would You came in I'm in a cowboy saying, outfit. I'm not saying it's a bit like it. It's exactly, <laughs> the, exactly <laughs> the same. If I came in here in a cowboy outfit, it's no different from me coming in here in a tracksuit. I'm just dressing as someone mm. I think is a bit exciting and cool looking. But you're supposed to give that up when you're about eight. Well, maybe we should all do that. Let's just dress as things we find interesting. I've got costumes. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time they saw a bit of daylight rather than just a, a flickering bare light bulb of your rented apartments. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I just say I own my property? Thank you. You own your property. <laughs> but that yeah, but might have not you be always what... owned your property? But uh, for some time. Okay. Well, okay. Also, I... I rented as a youth, liked, didn't we all, dear? I liked renting. Didn't we all rent, dear? Yeah. It's great that, that you know, it's something like a window breaks, you phone someone up and then a year and a half later they come and fix it. <laughs> And yeah. also, I'd, I'd, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little go bit on. for Frank here. I didn't think that he was Oh, here we go, he's back. I didn't think that you were insinuating... And gets it in the neck. I didn't think he was insinuating <laughs> that you didn't own your property. I think he was insinuating that you wear your costumes in a oh. rented property. Oh. That was what I took wow. that as being, but I might have got Whole it other smear. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all Whole other smear, Skinner. I thought so, yeah. Well, it's, it was wise. <laughs> um, I... Uh, yeah, I was... I remember but my first landlord, uh, Mrs. Smith, she was called. She used to have a, wear a coat with a, a fur collar that was absolutely <laughs> matted with face powder. Oh, oh, was it? She could have continued to powder her face with her own <laughs> collar <laughs> in a fa- in an endless cycle of, really? um, of powdering. Oh. Did you pay your rent with cash? In the old days, that's I'm yeah, sure well, that's yeah, how they well, used yeah, to do definitely. it. Yeah. I did everything. I didn't have a It's all a bit George Graham in those days, wasn't it, with the she envelopes? She said, here's the deal. She said, it's 15 quid a week. I'll never, ever do a repair of any kind. But I'll keep the rent low. And I said, absolute well, radio. Fair enough. <laughs> that's what they said. So how can you say that when we're in this deluxe studio? Indeed. Yeah, but what was that old discarded palm tree inflatable in the corridor? Oh, that, that, that'd be, uh, we're in the same building as Kiss FM, oh, and yeah. I think they like to party on down. Party um, on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, um, I, I don't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I had a bit of tremendous news this week. Did you? Um, I went to my first um, football match of the season. Wowee. Okay. Um, Good. It was a, 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 a two-goal thriller against Stoke City. Mm. And, um, but it's always great, just great, first match of the season. No one ever says the pitch looks nice. Anymore. Oh, yeah. That. But anyway. Is that going to be a whatever happened to? Um, yeah, it could have been. And um, I, I had had a letter, a rather lovely letter from West Bromwich Albion to say that my um, season ticket, which is um, I, I, it's 475 quid a season, uh-huh. had been reduced. Appreciate your honesty. Had That's been right. reduced to 350. No way. Because oh. I was over 60. <laughs> oh, how Come exciting. on! Come on! 
Do you know what? I enjoyed, I enjoyed that match a little bit more. I constantly that, that, that war- That's it was great. Like, it's like I had a glowing ember in my pocket of warmth, knowing yeah. that. I really did cheer me up. Lovely. I can spend that now on my winter fuel. <laughs> it's your allowance. <laughs> I don't get a winter fuel allowance for a while, I don't think. Ah, oh, the winter fuel allowance. I, whenever I hear of the winter fuel allowance, I'm reminded of good King Wenceslas, who I think, didn't he see someone gathering winter fuel? Yeah, I believe he did, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. I thought then that that phrase would be used for a government no. benefit. On the Feast of Stephen, I believe, was the date. Well, yeah. You know, I think the timings are irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> it was cold, and there okay. was a man gathering his winter fuel allowance. Probably if we'd read the full unedited version, he was just a bloke who was just going into a post office yeah. to get his winter fuel allowance. Anyway, I haven't got winter fuel allowance, but I have got... Um, Cheaper West Brom ticket. 75 mm. quid off oh, my season nice. ticket. It, honestly, I, I, apparently I have to wear a flat cap now to matches. That's fine. What will you spend that on? Pies? A West Brom flat cap. It's an oh, interesting yeah. point. Maybe I should go in the club shop and... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah? Spend it where you got it. Get myself some sports gear. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was. Um, oh, sorry, I'm just scratching my armpit. It's nice. Often. You're allowed to do that as you get older. Mm. Sorry, Alan, you were saying. I said often. You are scratching your armpit. Where it feels did you like. Count for that. Um, you do scratch a lot, darling. I do scratch mm. a lot. I wonder if I've got some sort of dermatological problem. Perhaps you're allergic to being on the radio. That'd be weird to find it out now after all these years, wouldn't it's it? Slowly killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Like the, like the bloke at work who had the desk next to the microwave and then goes blind in one eye. Remember that? It used to be a, to be a common story, that. That's a great story, I love yeah. it. There's always a, bono, a blind blo- a half-blind bloke in the uh, paper moaning about uh, people having too many meat pies at the office. You never know, it was a trope. This is Frank Skinner. I went, um, I was in Boroton. Where? Where? Boroton. It's a tiny village. Mm. I suppose it must be in Hampshire. Never heard of it. What were you doing there, Frank? Well, I was on a a walking holiday this week, so you end up staying in, you know, in small places you might not go to. Very, very beautiful village, classic in Dock Pond. Oh, I love a Dock Pond. But I was interested to go there because the manor house in Boroton was the home of Edward Gibbon, who wrote the history of the fall and decline of the Roman Empire. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, Which is, I recommend, don't do all six volumes, but have a dip in. Six volumes? Yeah, it's an an epic, Mm. but, you know. Goodness me. Covers a long time, but anyway. um, (laughs) So I went in to have a look at this uh, place. Did you have a nice gaff? Well, I mean, it was it was the manor house, so it was it, mm. was it was stunning. But bits of it, some of the servants' quarters and that around the edge had been sold off, you know. So there was a bloke in there, and he was having a potter around, and um, came over to me and really started laying into the parish council, <laughs> which I I sort of forgot. I didn't think outside of Vicar of Dibley they even existed anymore, mm. let alone that they got people's backs up. Anyway, I was with Kath, I was talking to him, and a woman came out and she used a phrase which never occurred to me before. It's a phrase which on paper is a phrase of, of warmth and, and, and humanity. But if you say it right, it can be genuinely menacing. 
And the phrase is, can I help you? <laughs> and she said, can I help you? Oh. And right away, mm. I, was, I was a bit frightened. Yeah. And you know when someone... Yes. She said it with a tone that implied, what on earth are you doing here? Yes. It's, can I help you? It meaning clear off, I think. And Cat uh, said to me after, or maybe she just, you know, it came out a bit wrong, but it was definitely I. I don't want to help you. I want you to be somewhere that isn't near me. And um, I didn't take there was, there was, I didn't take a photo of the manor house or anything. I was I was frightened by this. What was your <laughs> response when she said that? I said, uh, well, I said to her, um, yeah, maybe is that the house that Edward Gibbon lived in? And she looked like I was trying to track down someone I'd been in prison with. <laughs> <laughs> She had that kind of look at me, and she said, I've never heard of him. And I thought, oh. well, I'm sorry, but if you live here, you should have damn well heard of him. He's on it. But um, you think but he also, would have cropped up? I've never heard of him. I mean, that's an interesting choice of language there. Yeah. It's not, oh, no, I don't know. I, I no. don't know about that. Very extreme. Well, it, she it, didn't like you, Frank. No. <laughs> there's no easy no. way of saying it. She took a you. Yeah. And there's no plaque. I, I felt very let there's down no by the whole experience. I mean, no plaque. Oh. Probably took it down, thought blue was wrong. <laughs> Didn't go with her sofa. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, maybe I'm being a bit hard on her, but um, she didn't really try to help me. That's the bottom line of it. Yeah, it sounds like when she said, can I help you, she was sort of saying, someone has to. Is it going to be me? Like, can no, I help she didn't you? Want, she didn't think. She think <laughs> I've probably been helped quite, an, quite enough by the probation service. <laughs> That was the man. Well, of. can I help you is to, when it's said like in that tone of mm. voice, can be 30 seconds away from a restraining order. Mm. Well, you see, if I'd had a suit on, I think I'd have been all right. But because when you go on a walking holiday, you dress like a member of Time Team. Yeah. I think people do. Um, Were you in those trousers that zip off into shorts? <laughs> Were you in those? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Tell you why I don't. And the England supporter backless trainer. Can I tell you why I wasn't in those trousers? It's because <laughs> I once wore a pair of those and I unzipped the bottom section uh-huh. and wore the top. And um, I, 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 it was like, you know, um, people in. Uh, What's the name of the um, organ? The Catholic organisation featured in the, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, Feet. Let, <laughs> let me think. Uh, I mean, the chances of you asking me the names of a but, Catholic organisation. Yeah. They wear a salice, which is like a oh, barbed wire garter. With, to, oh, I've to, gone to all sorts of scrapes with those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, can I can get you them cheap if you like <laughs> through the S and M. Most depressing say. discount I've ever had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but um, they used to wear a salise, and it, it, the idea is it reminds you that physical, your physical life is not really important. So they used to mm-hmm. soft, imagine wearing a barbed wire garter all day. I can. Oh. And that's how the zip, the remaining section of zip on the half trouser, <laughs> yeah. affected my leg. So I had a red line all the way round both. A welt. <laughs> Both sides of it. Like I'd been standing like thigh deep in something yeah. that had left yeah. lines around my legs. Yeah. Say if I'd been in tomato juice. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you ever stood thigh deep in tomato juice. <laughs> it's my a monk's game. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I never wear those anymore. Oh, never mm. say never. You might go back to them. Oh, oh no, holiday. sometimes you have to say never, dear. Do you? Yeah. If oh, they made somewhere the whole... If they buttoned 
I think I'd be all right if you had a one that the, bo- the bottom of the trouser buttoned to the top. Hang on, this is another business idea. you'd have all sorts idea. of buttons on your... <laughs> I wouldn't like that. No, look. no, because the button could be on the lower trousers. So you could have... Um, the eyelets, though. You could have the eyelets and then maybe you could put you could hang corks from them. <laughs> nice. And that would keep... Um, keep the flies off. Keep the flies off your lower part. Be good for getting rid of midges on a Scottish walking holiday as well, There you it? go. See, we start off with what sounds like a, a surreal extravagant <laughs> Next thing you know, you're on a, a, a business scheme. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Um, I'll tell you what I had as well. I had... Uh, you know, I've got a very bad sense of direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in. I was staying in a place. I was there for five days. On day four, where you think you might have found your way around... I went walking into the living room and suddenly there was a wall that wasn't there before. <laughs> and I realised I'd, uh, I'd, I'd walked into the shower. Hey? I know, really, it's getting worse. Al, I mean, he, I am, he's getting lost in the house now. I am one of these men who's going to be, you know, is going to be found wandering about. But it'll be all right. I mean, You'll this... be all right because you've got the cloak of celebrity to protect you. Yeah, but I'll probably be naked, let's face it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will be. Of all people... Just my pyjamas jacket. Just job cat. Of all people, somebody with a terrible sense of direction that is getting worse, apparently. I don't think you should go on a walking holiday. Well, that I seems don't. Like I go with my partner, plan. who has a fabulous sense a of direction. A lot of pressure on her, though. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I need to be led. It's true. <laughs> I don't even look at a map. I take a map don't as you? A, a slap in the face. <laughs> No, but well, she's... no one takes the literal maps these days, do they? She's uh, yeah, we did. Do you? Yeah, we can't read them, but they just look good. OS <laughs> is it an OS map? Uh, probably like the Oldman mm. Survey. Oh, I thought What's it was this? oversized. Oh really? <laughs> oh, I made a right fool of myself. I had my first bath of 2017. <laughs> Hang on, we we'll must have a away. jingle for that. There's stick, no stick of the dump. See over if here. I've got. Whoop, uh, whoop. <laughs> see if I've got my first. It is. I like it. I like it. I didn't didn't much like it. Oh, I like a bath. I didn't Uh, have you down as a bath dodger. No. Oh, no, I like a shower, you see. Mm. And I'd forgotten uh, forgotten my routine. I had to get in the bath and think, no, hold on, how do I do this? Honestly. Really? How do I do this? Because I had a very set routine. I kneel when I first get in the bath. Do you? Oh, there you go. So I kneel and I (laughs) wash my face. At Pontifex. Yeah, you kneel and wash your face. I yeah. kneel and wash my face. I want to wash my face in the water before it's oh, right, become corrupted right. by my lower part. <laughs> I hope people can sit in water for ten minutes and then wash their face. It's absolutely disgusting. Oh, I never think about it like that. Well, I don't wash my face in the bath. No. Oh. No, I've got all sorts of other things for that. What do you use? A five-step cleansing process is what I use do you after use a the bath. Jogging you. <laughs> I don't approach bathing in the same way. I don't think as you and showering. You have a you have a sort of work ethic in the bathroom, <laughs> which is very much right. I've got this to do. I've got a to-do yes, list. Exactly. I just enjoy my time in there. For you know, I, I never like do that. that. I like never that. do that. Kath is like that. Mm. My partner Kath. It's she it gets into the shower. We had a shower together in our early days when. We were excitable. <laughs> and she would say, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm washing my hair and then I'm going to do my neck. And she said, oh, I just stand here. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like someone at a bus stop. 
stands under the water and then yeah. that's that done. That's, is that right, Jeannie? That's what I, I don't think so. <laughs> when I'm in the bath, after I've done that bit, I go into a sort of... I wash my feet now, which is quite easy, and, the, and your chest. And then I go into sort of crab position so I can wash the, my middle section. That because trying to wash something that's underwater crab. is a waste of time. You know that sort of crab... <laughs> thing you do. Ever played crab football? Oh, yeah, I know that, but I just don't really do that in the bath. So both (laughs) hands and feet on the floor, but you've sort of lifted, you've elevated your hips. I mean, it's an old man's version of that. Oh, okay. But I had to get the middle bit out of the water so you can wash it. It sounds like you're doing bath yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there should be a bath yoga. (laughs) It sounds really stressful, Al. But otherwise... Yoga. (laughs) It's no good washing something that's underwater, is it? Yeah, I think that is washing. <laughs> no, it isn't, because no, the soap... Is. The Why soap, is it no good? Because the soap never has any time on the surface of the skin because it, it's dispersed into the water. This is why fish smell. Do they? <laughs> they don't, though. Don't, what do no. you mean fish don't smell? What are you talking about? If you walk past the good fishmongers and the fish is fresh, it shouldn't smell fishy. That'll be a, one of those Sky series, no. fish don't smell. Fish I can see it been... being commissioned now, Frank. Yeah, Lee Mack presents yeah. fish don't smell. <laughs> And it'll be in common sense explanations. Yeah. Science for the uh, yeah. man in the street. <laughs> uh, man in the stream, in this case. Um, well, I, I just don't get it. I don't get that anyone washed themselves underwater. I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? I think, well, have you thought ever, it's just a suggestion from someone who loves you. Yeah. Have you ever thought about maybe just lie back, make it a kind of sensory experience? So it's not a washing thing. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, have you thought about doing that? Have some music, maybe have a candle. Can I say maybe one of Lady the worst, in Red on in the background? One of the worst things me and Kath ever used to do was have a bath together. <laughs> so overrated that. It's horrible. I don't like bathing with a Horrible. Man. For a start-up, I had to have the taps. And it's like being a, a, someone's got a gun in your back. <clears throat> so you're lying there like in that. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most. The water is too high because it's got two people in there. There's nothing. And you like candles and then you think, I'm just thinking I just want to get clean and get out get I hate You're scented so candles getting clean in there he clean treats... that's what it's for <laughs> bathing <laughs> stop treating it like prison <laughs> well when I had a bath in prison it was a it's a very different experience yeah but that's where I'm at the crab walk <laughs> absolute 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 radio Frank Skinner on absolute radio Frank 250 has been in touch. Re, can I help you? Oh, yeah. Can I help you? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, 250 says nice slash sinister phrases. As John Wyndham wrote, darling, Jane told him, using the word edge uppermost. Oh, that's a good one. Love edge uppermost. Killer. Kat is, she can hit me full in the face with fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, fine. Oh, fine. Oh, I feel my stomach go. It's horrible. There are many uses to fine. No, no, it's fine. None of them ironically fine. (laughs) Do you mind if I go to the match? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what I was... um, I tell you what I love to do. I must have told you this before. One of my favourite things is to to sit with my back to a tree. Oh, you love that. Just the feel of bark against your back. 
wonder mm-hmm. if Mrs. Bark ever said that. <laughs> um, Omar Bark. She was I don't know how much action she got, to be honest. <laughs> we never know. I know quite a lot, actually. Oh, that's plenty of variations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, we don't have any Bark jokes on it. <laughs> I feel like applauding that. What does one do to show appreciation um, on the radio? When it's an after-dinner speech, people hit the table. Come on. Or just a double tap like the snooker. Is it the snooker? Oh, window? yeah, the old one. Double yeah, could do that. Frank, we? can we ask Alan about his bathing routine? I'm interested. Um, well, we're going to put it as a bit of a hospital pass. <laughs> Why? Do you have well, a bathing routine? I just want routine? to know I'm... if it's a female thing, Frank. Just... I... So when the music came on after me talking about having a bath, I was um, con- roundly condemned by the other people in the studio. Yeah. Scoff- sure were. There was scoffing. There were. They were saying, but the water is soapy. It's soapy water. <laughs> But that, <laughs> I just and you were looking know, exactly as you look now with your in, puzzled in, face. We're talking about incidental cleaning. <laughs> I just want to know if Al favours the same slightly hair shirt approach no, to the bathing. I don't think I've ever got to August to have my first bath. <laughs> in fact, it's September. Uh, it was yeah. August, though. Oh, it was. Fair enough. I mean, you've wasted half a year there showering. I like to have a bath regularly. No, Sometimes no, Epsom no. salts for muscle recovery. Oh, he's got, he has a martial arts bath. That's a whole <laughs> different world, Frank. Yeah. But also, I, uh, I occasionally... Ice bath, he has. I occasionally... Oh, yeah. Like Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not in my Me crypto shape. Number but, one super guy. Um, he loves that bath. I quite like a, uh, I like a podcast and to hang out in there. I, I don't mind that. Frank, he has a podcast in the bath. You have music no, in there, don't you? That's yeah. a long... Lady, a and Red, Lady, Lady and Red I'll have. It's a long time to be watching your own... <laughs> Tomato pips rise to the surface. What? <laughs> I just think there's something disgusting about sitting in the same water as your own behind for, and listening to someone talking about 80s football. So, I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. You need a therapist, not a bar. <laughs> just like, get clean. That's, that's my tip. Lighten Anyone up. listening? Lighten up, that's my tip. <laughs> <laughs> I do lighten up afterwards. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran has returned. You can text our show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. What's the worst sightseeing you've ever did? I think that's what the producer told me I should do as a as a texting off the back of my story. I Which forgot story? to say it. The one about um, can I help you? Oh really? Yeah. Oh. What's the best what's the worst what's the worst sightseeing, sightseeing. you've ever done? <laughs> Eight, um, twelve, fifteen. You're not really selling that. I once went no, up a like river that was supposedly full of crocodiles, but the water was at just the right temperature for them to stay in the water and not be visible. So it was just like a boat trip on the oh, river. Oh, <laughs> you could do that with any river, saying, "Yeah, there's crocodiles yeah. down the bottom. Yeah. They don't come out much." But you know, that's not sightseeing, is it? It's sight not seeing. Well, that's one thing that winds me up at the zoo when they stay yeah. in their living quarters. Oh, it's so selfish. In the, in oh, the no, back room. It's like if you went into a takeaway. Yeah. Uh, if I go into a takeaway and there's that 10 seconds when they're not at the counter, they're, they're behind the beaded curtain. I I'm furious. <laughs> animals will do it all day. Well, I'll tell you what, some of That's the animals... That's why you never get animals running a takeaway. Yeah. Ever. 
Say what on the Frank, subject? Oh, go on. I was going to say, they're a bit like, some of the animals are a bit like students. They like a lion. So like the bears, forget it. You're not going to see them before 3pm. Mm. I think they know. I do think they know people have come to see them and they deliberately upset <laughs> <laughs> themselves. Reluctant stars. I, honestly, I think it's spite. Yeah. They hate the human race, understandably. <laughs> With some evidence, yeah. 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 Um, and so they think, no, let them look at uh, some empty trees. <laughs> Oh, what about with some of those um, you go through? What's that night section, Frank? Creatures of the night, I call it, when it oh, goes yeah. all dark. The bat bit. Yeah, you oh, know I that don't, I don't do any... <laughs> one thing I never do at the zoo is any sort of indoor. Do you not go through that bat bit? Oh, I like the bat the time. <laughs> I never do that. What, you go in and look at butterflies and something? No, no, the bit what where there's it? a bit of foliage and then you hear... And it's bats. There's bats above it. I like that bit. Real bats above. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, some of those little monkeys. You know what I mean? <laughs> to the me, they're just, they're just when it's raining in those parts. I oh, never go point. in those parts. Well, this point. is why I love the monkeys because birds? they deliver. You know, they oh, really deliver the monkeys. They monkey. show Deliver exactly. The bacon. Oh, good old-fashioned well, comedians. It's not a, a butcher <laughs> joke. They deliver. Now they do. And Sausages. They, they are like comics. You're right. Yeah. Blue, very blue. Some of them. The monkeys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, un, they're what they call unfiltered, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. Some of them, they, I mean, they're doing their stag their stag material at um, 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, know your crowd, guys. We don't want to, whoa, we don't want to see that. I got the kids, whoa, got the kids with me. I'll remember that forever. Oh, dear. Um, and I tell you something, what about them birds again who aren't in the zoo but who come and live in the zoo? I mean, what a joy on earth is that? They'll come and live with the lions or something. I would get sparrows in the lion enclosure. I've never seen those birds. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. And people say, oh, it's very terrible zoos, they should be closed down, they're very cruel. There's birds <laughs> fighting to get in of their own volition. Amazing. They're very cruel. That's like the dancing bears. Yeah, they I, don't do any of that. No, but I told you no. that when I was in India and I said to the taxi driver, he said, do you like dancing bears? I just did a bit of an accent, sorry. Yeah. And I said, no, it's very cruel. And he went, yes. <laughs> I love that, You'll man. You put that on the post, did not it? <laughs> very cruel. <laughs> Unknown English woman. <laughs> What about if it says very cruel across the top? <laughs> Five stars, very cruel. <laughs> oh, he's gone, he's gone. Frank's lost. He's, his headphones off, he's fully Outside. gone. <laughs> Outside the theatre. Oh, very cruel theatre cat. Oh, man. <laughs> get me in. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Um, on, the, uh, on the subject of posters, we were just discussing... Um, <laughs> oh, let's not go back there. Very cruel. Very cruel, the Daily Express. I've, uh, I've been at the biggest arts festival in the world and I've seen quite a lot of artists' posters trying to entice people in. Oh, and, they do um, a lot of them, don't they? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think there might be some false advertising going on up oh. there. Um, I used a, a poster quote from a, a comedian named Frank Skinner who oh. had been complimentary about my stand-up yeah. because I figured 
What was the like, quote? What was I can't it? remember now. I'll have oh, to look why? it up. I can't my believe phone. it. Something about me being a bit of comedy. It. You know, proper stand up, something yeah. like that. Um, well, I didn't think it'd be a nice shirt. No. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised, though, because uh, people use all sorts. I saw a poster. Um, I won't name the theatre company because I don't know it, but it was a big, they'd spent a bit of money on adverts. Yeah. A big poster for a Beatrix Potter show. They had a very nicely drawn duck character. Oh, yeah. And their, um, their poster quote, wait for it, guys, because this it? will blow your mind, was, um, what was it? Ideal for children. <laughs> in oh. Always which, good to know that. Which, I mean, the biker gangs and stag dudes <laughs> that were in the queue for that must have thought, I really wish I'd seen that on the way. Yeah, no. Who puts that on? I'm relieved that Beatrix Potter works clean. I do for I actually, I actually don't think I, that she's um, having read some Beatrix Potter. Oh, right. Maybe the show. Peter Rabbit's dad ends up in a pie. But what? <laughs> yeah. True. And there's a bit where... Um, Benjamin Bonnie's dad um, breaks a, a branch down off a tree in order to cane them. Oh. <laughs> well, they might have taken that bit <laughs> out of the Guess the life. context I was reading it in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a small gathering in South London and we were reading sections. <laughs> it's always in South London, <laughs> isn't it? It well, is. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't like to um, whip on my own doorstep. No, I understand. Say. I mean, I don't think it needs it. Ideal for children, if it's a big no. I think it's, you know, it's already self-evident. It's targeted at children. But yeah. it wasn't just in uh, in theatrical uh, positions that I ended up being uh, the victim of misleading advertising. I lived for the month near a burrito place that had a neon light in the window. Yeah. And it said, burritos the size of your head. Mm. And so obviously I went in expecting... A lot of food. And do you know what I got? What? A normal-sized burrito. <laughs> what was it the size of, would you say? A normal-sized burrito. Ah. <laughs> Which exactly body part? Like... A hand. Maybe a large hand. Okay. Or, or two I hands think, um, pressed together. I think after the elephant man went in there, <laughs> <laughs> they probably said, this is going to... We're going to lose money on this. Well, I think... keep on like this. In that case, unplug the neon light. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I know that is. I, want to I don't like it, Frank. It's not... F Why have they done that, Al? Why? I don't it's know. Maybe they didn't realise when they did it that the size of your head is too vague. Like, there's yeah. too much... It doesn't it's not rhyme. Metric. It's no pun. But, you know... We're leaving the EU mainly because of tabloid stories saying that you can't sell bananas in pounds. Yeah. They've got to be grams or whatever it is. And they're selling burritos in head measurements. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, I went to um, a place in Langley Green where I, where I grew up. There was a, a chip shop and they said um, sausage, beans and sausages, beans and chips. And I went in, there was one sausage. Oh. And I said, it says sausages. She went, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> I said, well, it says sausages. There's only one sausage. I, I think you should give me another sausage. She said, just get out. If you don't like it, get out. <laughs> and um, I went past the next Jack, time. Can I help you? I like that he was always a bit of a get. <laughs> and it was a rubbishy handmade sign. They hadn't even they hadn't taken the sign down. They just crossed the S off the end of uh, sausages. <laughs> So if you'd been, it's a sense that if you'd been there earlier, you might have got two. <laughs> Filling the customers with a terrible sense of loss. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I mean, I don't 
don't want to go on about it, but a burrito as big as your head <laughs> is it's too variable. Like my mate Steve yeah. has got a tiny head compared to my big head. You've got quite a no I've disrespect. Got a, oh, I've, got, got, I've got a big head, yeah. You've got a large head. What about head. those Chris Evans TFI heads? But I mean, I mean what if, if you walked in with would, one of those? No, that wouldn't be allowed. If they literally did you can't it. can't go in a carnival head. What about if Frank Sidebottom went in for a oh, burrito? Bankrupt them. Bankrupt. Yeah. But they would say, no, that's not a real head. We'll give you yeah, a papier-mâché burrito. Would you like that? Unless they've got T's and C's clearly stipulated. I don't know. You yeah. went in to complain about the sausage. I wonder if you could complain about the fact that the burrito was not the size of your head. Yeah. Well, I am right now. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you, if you could well, legally... If I went in. If you could take them on legally. Yeah, because it yeah. is false advertising, for sure. Because were you lured in because you thought that's going to be a really massive... Massive, yeah. Burrito. Well, I've got a big head. I actually thought and she'd also, hold I've up got a bit of thing towards my head and just trim around. Also, he could feed on that for days, Frank, like one of those David Attenborough documentaries. I imagine the he carcass. thought, well, I've got a bit of a walk home and it's a bit <laughs> chilly, but I know that'll fit exactly into my balaclava. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll keep that warm on the way back. Yeah. Turns out it was, it was a normal-sized um, burrito. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we anyway. we'll move on. But also this year, for the first time in my many years of going to the Edinburgh Fringe, I became a bit addicted to haggis. Did you? Yes. Took, that took a, a while for it to... Late review. Turns out I like haggis, everyone. You know what? I really like haggis as well. Good. And you know I... what? I loathe it. Oh, oh. do you? Yeah. But, you know, it takes all sorts. I think it was meatloaf, that other popular waffle-based like um, <laughs> food that said, two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, in It's fact. great that I could come up with a quote from another meat-based <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Very good. Yeah, very good. You don't get many meat-based singers these days. Um, no, that's a good, good point, actually. Yeah. Mm. 8, 12, 15. Well, yeah, I'm going to have a, have a bit of think about that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Not now, though, because no, I think people are thinking on the radio. On the radio <laughs> it's not entertaining enough. It's never, I mean, it's not a problem on most shows, but, um, you know, you've got to be careful. But I think I ate haggis about eight or ten times in the um, three weeks that I was in Edinburgh. That's I could, Did you? Know, it's yeah. one of those things which I'm putting in the same um, category as pancakes and turkey. That when I have it, I think, you know what? I'm going to have this low all yeah. the time. And then yeah. I never do until the next year when they come around. I really like yeah. it. I don't normally eat oats, but um, I, I made the exception, which made me think I'm, I'm in a rare category of thinking that the oats are the problem ingredient in a haggis. Because <laughs> yeah, most, most people, people, it's the eyeballs. It's the everything else. Yeah, yeah. What's the, uh, what's the calorifics on a haggis? I imagine you look that Good up being a, being a martial artist. No, I don't, I don't yeah. count calories. I just eat. Just eat when I'm hungry. Yeah, sure but you do. I, um, sure I imagine you do. No, I honestly don't. I don't count <laughs> calories. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> it's for losers. <laughs> Calorie counting's for losers. Is it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. Loser! Yeah. <laughs> By the way, can I, can I thank... Um, I'm letting it pass. I'm, actually, you know what? I'm bathing in it. I'm going to do the L as I'm well just, with I'm my just, hands. I'm just, just arching really up to do my buttocks. <laughs> Um, Tom Spark <laughs> sent me a free uh, a free children's book for my child called Brollo, the story of uh, Guess. Um, I can't. Brollo, an umbrella. Um, yes, oh. yes. 
Come on, guys. <laughs> is it an umbrella hat? I think so, but no, it's not an umbrella hat, which is a slap in the face for me. Yeah. <laughs> Some of our new readers may not know, I, I, may not know whether I insisted a lot. I, oh, God, just forget it. <laughs> You know, I mean, they're available. Just go back to the other podcasts. I can't, I can't rerun my whole life for you, for you, Johnny. Come late, Liz. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I can't remember how we got to it, but um, we've had a text in bands with meat in their name. Oh yes. yeah, I've no idea. But the meat puppets and oh, Lamb of, of God. And then he says... Lamb of God, that's George Lamb. And then he says, that's Looks all like I Greek got. Looks like a God. That's from Richie and Wellborn. What was the last bit? Lamb of God, that's all I got. He's oh, saying, OK. Yeah. I'm out. What's that woman who was in Bear, Where, Where? Was she called Annabella. Annabella. Anna, Annabella Lamb, was she called? I didn't know about the lamb section to the name, but possibly. <clears throat> uh, yes, I think she had a lamb section. <laughs> I mean, I like a band that you put me on too many years ago called The Amazing Snakeheads. Would they count as uh, well, awful? Don't no, they count no, as awful? No, no likey. We've just had an inv- <laughs> invitation to an Only Wears Essex event. No, we? we don't want all the details and we don't want to get our invite via WhatsApp. Oh, do you, do you know they have spam? Do you know they still have to pay money to um, Yas? Or the person who wrote Yassi's song. You know oh, that's the they? only way. Yeah. The only way is up. And no. I believe um, <gasps> Brian Belafonte as well. Oh yeah, because the um, the Big Brother contestant. Because it was his idea. It was his idea, and then uh, they. Mm. they I thought it it's all out there and open. They he's weren't not, legit, were they? He's not called Belafonte. Oh, Bella, Bell Fortune. No. Brian Bell <laughs> something. Okay. He's the one. Um, Bell Fortune. I I, when I was on a show with him. Mm-hmm. Brian Belling or something. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, that's not like quite that. right. We can't get it. He won it. And he... Um, I, I was on a show with him and I had to mime some famous British um, things. And it was the Hay Wayne, the John Constable thing. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I was... Um, no, no, he had that. He had the right. Hay Wayne. <laughs> and he was saying to me, right... Um, Sit like be, um, a beach, um, sunshine, and all that. And I said, oh, in England, I, um, he said surfing, lots of surfing. Said new key, and he went, no, no. <laughs> and he, he was going on. I didn't know what was on the card. And he was going on, like you know, like grass skirts and all that. <laughs> and he thought it said Hawaii. <laughs> that famous British landmark. <laughs> but yes, he had the idea for the only way is Essex. One feels the two could be. Uh, the it's only way is Hawaii was not back. It's <laughs> been well, too anyway, expensive. Here's the thing: Are we going to go to this event? Um, I don't want to go. <laughs> Simple as that. Because they had a pub quiz on the only way is Essex once, where they were all getting everything wrong and going way every time somebody <laughs> oh, got things right. wrong. Or they found it funny. And the celebration of ignorance is something I will not tolerate. Don't but like thanks for the invite. Goodbye. <laughs> it's a massive all-day club event, but, you know, we won't be there. Sorry. Yeah, massive all-day club event. I think there was one of them in the Flintstones. <laughs> um, I love the Flintstones. Oh, it's still on. Is it still on the Flintstones? The first programme we ever watched on our... I when we it. had our first colour telly, I remember that turning up. And I love the way the men wore a cravat in the Flintstones. Oh, I did that. Oh. Do you remember that? It was a little blue cravat. Who was the neighbour? Who was Fred's neighbour? I know who you mean. Barney? But I don't know his name. 
Maybe Barney. Barney Rubble, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they had cravats, because it was a nod to the fashion of the time, you see. Even in, it was Caveman. I don't think Barney and Fred had cravats, I'm sorry. I think they had some sort of neck thing going on. It doesn't ring a bell, Oh, are you thinking of um, the chap in Scooby-Doo? No, I know Scooby-Doo. Come on, kids, come on. I know. Do I have to stop the car and come back there? (laughs) (laughs) It was very, very fine, um... The Flintstones. He's scratching again. Yeah, it again. When we first got a collar telly, my old man wanted to get the money's worth, so he used to crank up the collar. Oh, very vivid. So all the newsreaders and that looked like they'd been searching for a small item in a blast furnace. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, have we, have we, have we heard from the outside world? Oh, we've had many several texts, um, not just about um, bands with meat in their title. We've, uh, we've I'm a... worried about that texting. Why? Oh, yeah. It's a bit capital radio. <laughs> Is it? I like it. <laughs> yeah, I know okay. what you mean. But actually. it all started with the Haggis chat. Um, and yeah. We've now had a text saying Captain Beefheart. I don't Beefheart. remember them. The Haggis chat. Scottish band. <laughs> Um, Captain Beefheart, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we can move it along because I'd quite like to know if there is a if there is a fish and chip shop in England that sells haggis because I'm bound to go past it on my way to a gig, Anna. And I would make the effort. It'd be to a good stop. texting if we were just after the fifty pence text money. Is oh. there a is there a chip shop in England? <laughs> <laughs> Which we're not. <laughs> we're not after that money. No, I mean there is. But if there's, I bet where's that place that's got strangely Scottish accents near Northampton? Is it? Crosby or something. What? There's a place in England. Edinburgh? What you talking about, Willis? There's a place in England where they've all got Scottish accents. I think If it's... you were married to Emma Willis, would you say that every day? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was having an affair with Rachel Vice, I would then, when I stayed at her, sing a yeah. Rachel Vice every morning. There are certain people. Yeah, they're asking for it. Happy Titmus and a prosperous yeah. new year. <laughs> a certain certain oh, Frank, people. That's my new card now. Certain people that just have to that you have to say. Now earlier on this show, we were discussing the Flintstones uh, and uh, their clothing choices. Yes. Yeah, you two had a. Um, I said I, we, I said I thought they wore cravats. Frank mm. said no. And I thought they were bare necked. To yeah. be honest, neither of us were right, correct, completely right. I think I was wrong. a little bit more right. Do you? Well, I one said they of had them a wears a tie. That makes you more right. I said they had a garment one around their neck. One of them neck. wears a tie, and that's mm. it. What they I love all is wear he cravats. always admits he's wrong. Clive yeah. Silas has got in touch. Divine Miss M is right. Just saying. Yeah, well, Clive so Silas <laughs> wants to check his um, facts because Barney turns up. Wore a sort of lace-up jerkin. He's in Fred Flintstone. <laughs> and Barney Rubble wore ragged collars <laughs> so they could wear ties over their furs. Well, That's in the pictures that, that um, Emily keeps showing me across the desk, Fred is wearing a ragged tie. <laughs> yes. So I, get, I admit I was wrong on that front. But Barney's got a lace-up collar, that, like the yeah. Lone Ranger used mm-hmm. to have. <laughs> what happened to the lace-up collar? That's really gone, hasn't it? It has They gone. don't have it anymore, do they? It even made an appearance on some football shirts, didn't it? It did. Man United, mid nineties. They did a retrospect like when they first, t- when they. I believe yeah. that Brotherhood of Man used to wear those did shirts. It. Do you remember Brotherhood of Man, Frank? No, well, here's a good text in. Which famous public figures 
wore and favoured a lace-up shirt. I can the Lone Rangers certainly did. The Robin Hood, Robin Hood. I was just going to say Robin of Sherwood. I think Robin Hood liked a lace-up shirt. Perhaps the the buttons weren't out in those days. No, I yeah. bet there's buttons. Uh, did, in Frank, they found them in ancient Egypt. Uh, did, did the uh, did the swashbucklers favour the lace-up shirt? Perhaps. I think they maybe like the Mosca hounds or something. I think they went for a slip-on. <laughs> oh, did <Yeah>. they? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, not many uh, lace-up shirts around. It is Corby, by the way. I'm getting a lot of yeah, texts saying the town in Northampton is called Corby. It's gone, they've got Scottish accents. They've got Scottish accents. There was an influx of Scottish people for some you know, industry, and now they've got Scottish accents. But have they got haggis in their chip shop? Don't know. Yeah. Well, a nation is on the edge of its seat. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Someone's saying, Alan, that place in England where they speak with Scottish accents, are you talking about the Angus Steakhouse? <laughs> no. <laughs> do they do that? I've never been I here. Don't, I, don't, I think they do. they still exist, Scot- the Scot- Angus? Scottish people do, are in there. Yeah, maybe. Um, I thought that was whatever happened to, but then look what I did to Clinton Card, so... Oh, you know. yeah, he closed it down. Yeah. Oh, it was always yeah. too hot, anyway. <laughs> Clinton Clintons. Oh, they kept it so hot, Clinton. Did they? I had issues where, with the uh, lighting. That's, what, that's why it closed down. I mean, they spent all the money on fuel. <laughs> I mean, oh, what do cards? Are they, are they like tropical fish or something? It's <laughs> be kept at a certain temperature. <laughs> You're eating You hoover around them, they all die. Oh, one night the heating went and got about the cards ruined. <laughs> <laughs> They'd wilted. Yeah, all the glitter had gone on them and stuff. <laughs> what about those cards that have like. Um, you know, they have to tie a ribbon around the spine of a oh. card. Oh, yeah. Why don't they do that? <laughs> well, it's the teddy bear as well. They love oh, a yeah. teddy bear in there. I never like that. Clutching a heart. Oh, no yeah, thanks. they did. No, they liked all that, yeah. But they, they still exist. But he didn't have a proper hands, the bear, because the heart formed part of the hands. Oh, I never noticed Well, that. I've got very technical. I, I thought he'd been that. born with one of his major <laughs> organs on the outside of his body, but they'd saved him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the celebration of that. That's yes. what I always assumed. Yeah, I saw you that. See, you, 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 you read into these things and, you know, because we didn't have Google then. <laughs> Did you just think it was a very specific form of car? Yeah, I thought there'd been a, a bear born, probably in, like, the Ukraine or something, with its, with its yeah. very heart cruel. on the outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very cruel. And they'd saved it. And they said, well, this needs to be um, mem- you know, a memorial. <laughs> And it was called uh, Daddy Bears because they didn't expect it to live. <laughs> Daddy Bears. Yeah. Indeed. Um, I wish I bought one now looking back. Yeah, there's a logic, isn't there? Yeah. I might just get an ordinary teddy bear and get to the butchers and uh, make my own. <laughs> I've, uh, I mean, I, I think cuddly toy stroke awful is such a rare combo. I mean, there's a bit yeah. of me that would see that teddy nowadays and think, that heart could have gone in that haggis, you know. Yeah, exactly. Bit, bit what, exactly. <laughs> what could have gone in that bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, if life had been kinder. That would be the first option, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were aiming for, the parents. <laughs> you know, you have to make do a man sometimes in, yeah, the, yeah. in the bear birth world. I have another, um, I have another Edinburgh question. Um, Go on. And, and here it is. Uh, audiences clapping. I don't mean like at the end of the show, as mm. you know, well done. I mean audiences clapping, like 
Oh, you know he's when, doing overhead clapping you know, in an, another one by you know, Sadat. We, we will like, rock you clapping. Yeah. Or a circus show or yeah. a kids show, like clapping time. Mm. Has it ever helped any <laughs> show ever? No, because they can't clap in time. No, audiences cannot clap in you time. You realise there aren't three people in a thousand who can clap in I time. I don't no. think they can, and I'm still wondering why it's going. Why is it... Why are I, they still I don't like it at the end of musicals, Frank, when they come on for the bow... And then they, the audience start clapping in time to the final number. That's because of exhaustion from just normal <laughs> clapping. I, I think, think clapping know. above your head is something you can only do if you're a footballer coming being substituted <laughs> <laughs> to thank the crowd. And also, you know, think of the elephant man. He couldn't clap above his head. Oh, yeah. Is, is it right to rub that in? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've actually heard about audience clapping along, um, which I was asking about, has it ever helped? Mm. Read the audience clap along. Kevin Rowland of Dexys. Oh, yes. Um, formerly Dexys. Used to, get the, uh, used to get the 120 boss with me. Did he? Yeah. Well, not with me, he was on the same top deck. All oh, right. He lived in Rude End. He lived in Rude End? <laughs> he did. did he? Oh, you think that... I can imagine you lived with, there. Yeah, with your right. <laughs> you, you lived, you lived in there Rude throughout End. the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> in one of his many entertainingly arrogant moments, once halted one of their concerts and refused to continue because the crowd were clapping out of time. So in that case, you could say the audience's rhythmic inadequacies actually improved things. Cheers, Andy Lloyd. Oh, That's good. Well, I saw him once and um, girls screamed when he came on. Mm-hmm. And they did the first song and stuff. And then when he started talking, they screamed again. He went, shh, shh, put his finger to his mouth. <laughs> did he? And he, I, I think he threatened then that he'd end the show if people kept screaming. Roland. Trebon. Oh. Uh, Kevin Roland loved, uh, he favoured a dungaree sans top, I seem yes, to recall. Yes, he did, yeah. Like a Which Flintstone. is an interesting choice, yeah, like a Flintstone. Like Flintstone. <laughs> but there was, I mean, there are nine, there, you know, there are nine items or less bands certainly. But yes, the items they had, you know, come on, Eileen was it was brilliant. It was a classy. Mm-hmm. It's you probably only two minutes. And um, Gino, uh, Jackie Wilson, said Gina. They were good items. I mm-hmm. saw them live a couple of times. I don't mean on the bus. I mean, I saw them actually oh, on yeah. stage. <laughs> Mm. I never seen him down road. I used to work down road end at the Pell Pell Furniture. Pell Furniture. <laughs> Can I help I, you? That wasn't my job. Can I help you? <laughs> Can I help you? I'd like... In other words, I'm one step away from calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to discuss Sean Connery this morning. We discussed Daniel Craig a lot on this show, and let's face it, you've got Captain Beefheart with him because he stole your cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've, I've sort of... I'm, I'm over I know, now. you've moved on. But this Bond is a little less tricky-tricky. Yes. He... Is he 87, Sean Connery? Is he? Yes. I think he I is. believe he is. Well, I don't know if you saw this story, but he was at the US Open, I believe, this week, and he was watching Federer, and he got something rather lovely happened, which is that as he took his seat, they played the Bond theme. Brilliant. And what I liked about him is that he acknowledged it. 
He looked like he was really enjoying it. Did he pretend he had a gun, like, and so? <laughs> I should have done that. No, he had glasses on a lanyard, which I thought was a nice substitution. Oh, did he? Very he's Larry joined. Grayson on the Generation game. Yep, he's joined, and he had a tartan flat cap as well. But, you know, even now, you saying that sent a slight tingle through me, the idea of him walking in and then playing the Bond thing. Yeah. There's some mm. really... I once stood back... I was interviewing Stephen Moffat in Edinburgh, um, the 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 former, I think. Can I know? I think I suppose he is yeah. now the former Doctor Who showrunner. Mm-hmm. And me and him were standing to go on, and they played um, before the show. They played the Doctor Who theme, which you may have heard. Yeah. And um, he turned to me. We were both standing there. And he turned to me and said, "It's absolutely brilliant, isn't it?" And I said, "Yeah, it is." And, I mean, we'd both heard it a few times. Yeah. But it was really. You just think. Oh, it's, a piece of music this is well, so it's great I love that story I love that but then having said that Frank do you, think you have was, got a theme tune as well do you, don't think tell- was, do you think he was shaken oh. by it Oh. Not, not stirred. Not stirred. <laughs> Very good. So. Frank, I'm sure that when you've been on, let's say, the Alan Titchmarsh show or one of those, the what? there's been the Laurie Holloway Orchestra <laughs> have struck up. Da, 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 da. Um, I think I have come on on TV shows to that. It's certainly. I um, <laughs> I, on my walking holiday, we we stayed at a place called um, the Village Inn. In, in Boroughton, which is, I would recommend to anyone. And um, they had Elvis. Elvis was playing when I sat down to dinner. I thought, oh, that's, that's good. So they had uh, Ready Teddy. And then, um, and then Ring of Fire, Johnny Cash. Wow. And I said, this is my place, isn't it? Just, and Kat said, you know, just a job for you, this. Then they played Kraftwerk. No. I said, oh, man, that's weird. So next morning, the, the manager told me he'd been through my Desert Island <gasps> discs and oh, put no. together a, a, a dinner playlist. That's nice. That's classy. I like but that. Because I didn't get it, you see, so I didn't get a chance to do the acknowledgement. What could I have done? Stood up. No. But that's great that he did. It was. Mm. It was brilliant. I well, went to the, the circus you... once and they played uh, Three Lions and um, Back Home, which was the theme to <laughs> fantasy football. The actual <laughs> circus orchestra. Wow. <laughs> And, of course, when I went to the Doctor Who experience, they put on the episode that I was in on in the shop. So it was on all the screens in the shop. So, you know, Sean Connery, Sean Schmonnery. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, it's lovely. I love that story. I wonder who was the person who had that idea. Hey, let's put the bomb theme on. I yeah. like the fact that you went on a walk on, walking holiday and they played you walking music. Like, they 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 set it up for you. It's a, a great No, great it touch. was. Attention to Lovely detail. Touch. That's what it's all about, catering. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. So we've had some news in oh, yes. regarding cartoon characters and their clothing. Okay. This is from 029. Hi, Frank. Just to say Yogi Bear and Boo Boo wore ties. I remember Yogi Bear. Yes. Catriona, uh, just, that's Just from. collars and ties with a... Yogi Bear wore like a boater, straw boater. He remember. didn't have a tunic. No, he didn't. No, no, I think they just had collars. They were like... Um, what were they called? The Chippendales. That yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> they had that kind of They thing. didn't have coughs. They didn't surely. have the coughs, no. But what was this obsession Smarter with... Smarter than the average bear. ...dressing animals in ties? 
Well, well otherwise they're on they're on telly naked. Otherwise, aren't yeah, they? you can't have them on their book naked. <laughs> it's invasive. I don't but, want that. But I don't think the essential areas are covered. True, but. No, but it was almost the same, wasn't it, with uh, Donald Duck? He, he was just yeah. the top part of yeah. a naval outfit. Mm-hmm. But Mickey as, had trousers, in fairness. But as Malcolm Hardy, uh, the uh, comedian who's no longer with us, pointed out, um, that when he, Donald Duck had a bath, he used to put a towel around him, <laughs> even though the rest of the time <laughs> he was completely exposed down there. So, what's that completely exposed? He had featheridge, obviously. Yeah. Damien and the featheridge. <laughs> um, we've also had a text. Hi, once saw Neil Young at Hammersmith Apollo. He sat at the piano and started to play A Man Needs a Maid. The crowd started to clap. He stopped playing and turned to give everyone a withering look, said nothing. <laughs> the applause trickled to a stop. He turned back and continued to play. <laughs> it's amazing what people get away with in the way of uh, yeah. crowds. I saw um, Anthony Quayle, the actor. Oh, yes. Uh, in a play in Birmingham and he walked on and everyone applauded because, you know, when he walked on and he turned and glared at the audience. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> we all shot off. Maxine has a uh, message. Well, she's she's tweeted us, I think. Yeah, she's tweeted us. She says, Re- can I help you? Yeah. In Yorkshire, we have, listen, love, <laughs> either a term of endearment or about to kick off, depending on tone. Uh, would yeah. you agree? I yeah, I would absolutely that. agree with that. As a Murfield native? True that, yeah. I read that from Wikipedia that you were from Murfield. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm originally Scottish, but I grew up in Murfield, yeah. OK. What's your... Um, I want to get sucked into that whole what, area. What's your... What, do you story? have walk on music when you oh, do a gig? Oh, oh yeah. I hate this. You know when yeah, oh, every now and again. No, no, no. This is about me. I don't hate the question. Okay. You know I struggle with indecision. Oh um, yes. It's one of my one of my very few life failings. Other I'm than feeling that, a I'm bit like, out the like when that woman said, "Can I help you?" I'm so intimidated. I can't take a photo. Listen, love. Sometimes you do a gig where they ask in advance, like, what's your walk-on music going to be? And I I get paralysed by indecision. I heard the, um, you know, the very tall Greg Davis comedian, I heard that he always goes on to... Uh, heard of him? I've snogged him. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we'd run out of jokes. Yeah. Um, I heard, I don't know from him... Um, but I've heard that he always just goes on to I wish I was a little bit taller, um, which is great for him because he's oh, six yeah. foot eight. Yeah. Um, I would love to just have a go-to song and never think about my walk-on music again. And as it is, I've used several and I always agonise. What did you use in Edinburgh? Well, I just got him to turn up whatever was on. Oh, I wow. didn't even pick the Listen, pre-show love. music. When, when I did the chat show... Many years ago, we used to have to. I used to try and pick appropriate music for yeah. people when they came on, which is that's quite a fun job, though. It is, yeah. You were we, good at that. I we had Alan, at it. We had Alan Jones on, and he came on to it. If you tolerate this, then you're children. <laughs> <laughs> but I look back with some regret that um, Eddie Izzard came on mm. to do Looks Like a Lady. Which yeah. I don't know if you well, could. at least it wasn't Raspberry Beret. <laughs> <laughs> missed the trick there, Frank. <laughs> it was pre. Pre-Beret. Pre-Beret. They always have on this morning, they'll have, if it's David Gandhi or a good-looking man, it's always what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Oh, don't know that mm. song. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's a good song. Or if there's, like, more than one of them, they would play The Boys Are Back in Town or something, <laughs> wouldn't they? Like, 
Did I that tell you, after, after I did um, the Parkinson show and he told me off on... on oh, yeah. Oh, did you have music for that then? I can't, well, that um, would have been Laurie, Laurie Holloway. Yeah, I, that do, was probably three lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but af, after that, because I was a bit miffed, I'm forgiven him now. We had a lovely day at the Test match since oh, then. But, nice. but for a few weeks, I was really miffed about the fact he'd told me off. And so... Um, Every time I watched Parkinson after that, I would sing along with the theme tune, but I'd go... As if it was really... I'll tell you what I, I come on stage to nowadays is uh, oh. Nautilus by Anna Meredith. Oh. Do you know it? No. This, I'll play you a bit. This is my walk-on music. I love it, but the audience look a little bit alarmed often. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> I horrible. love it. I, I can't wait to get out when it plays. It's uh, to get out there on stage. It's I kind just... of, it sounds like an alien's about to appear. <laughs> yeah, it does well, have a sci fi vibe. Some truth. <laughs> Do you think? It's got a sci fi really, vibe. Yeah, yeah. It really sets me up for the whole thing. Does it? Well, if you love it, that's okay, darling. Thank you. <laughs> You're not the first woman who said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. The producer did something earlier that you don't often see outside of a bad soap, which is she blew on her tea. I quite like that. Oh, I still do. Is that a whatever happened to? I think it's still going. Is it? I quite like it. It's quite theatrical the way she blew on it. I tell you what I could do, I say, um... Whatever happened to... People whose tea is a bit hot, so they put it in their saucer and drink it out of their <laughs> saucer. <laughs> I, I haven't seen anyone do that for 30 years. Yeah. I haven't seen it since um, Compo. Did Compo the... used to do yeah. it? Yeah. We did it at home. Did you? Did you? <laughs> and we only had one saucer. It's communal. Right. And yeah. now, you're, now you're a hygiene freak. I'd completely forgotten about that. Anyway. Meanwhile, over at the US Open yes. with uh, Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. I I wondered if Sean Connery might be the sort of bloke who didn't like references to James Bond. You know how people get... Like when I was in a lift once with Ringo Starr, <laughs> when I was about to interview him and he said, you're not going to go on and on about the Beatles, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm planning not to mention the Beatles. <laughs> Oh, what else is there? I know it's difficult, isn't it? You can't just talk about that bloke with a multicoloured beard who he works with nowadays. <laughs> whoever, the, whoever that is. Um, yeah, I mean, what different. do you talk to him about? Well, the I weather. tried to. Um, <laughs> the weather and the football. I had a, I had a personal assistant who'd been um, Renata John's personal assistant. Oh, yes, who's Elton John's wife. Elton John's wife. wife. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, di- we didn't know. And um, he didn't know, by sounds of it. <laughs> and um, she said, oh, I once had to... Um, one of the jobs I had to do was organise the return of a... Um, a artificial uh, dinosaur. Huh? An enormous, say, life-size dinosaur that, that Elton had borrowed for a party. They had to get it back to Ringo Starr's house. Mm. Fibreglass. 
So, uh, a little insight to showbiz world there. <laughs> so you talked about that? Yeah. Perfect. You know, get that on capital. But I can agree. I think um, Sean Connery has got a vibe of um, don't talk to me about Bond, but then You'd his little so. happy face. Yeah. Makes he you looked think, happy. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe his vibe is I was arguably the best Bond and now they're playing my music. That's great. Yeah. I doubt if he thinks I was arguably <laughs> the best Bond. <laughs> Did the whole thing in a toupee as well. Good for him. Well, Daniel Craig, as we've said, he that would be his nightmare. He said he'd like to be able to walk into a pub and people don't even notice him. Yeah, right. I bet that could be arranged. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't get nasty, you two. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> Should a time ever come when that Stop happens, um, I think there's a very real possibility that he'll jump under a car. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we'll see. Be careful what you wish for, DC. That's my advice. <laughs> I'll tell you something that, that heartened me this week. Heartened. Um, I um, Only last week, if you remember, I was saying how much yeah. I detest um, se- sex scenes in films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any sort of, you know, bedroom shenanigans. Didn't you also go on one of your rants about sex scenes in books years ago? I don't like them in books. <laughs> I don't like them. He just said he specifically referred last week, and I've got to be honest, Sean Connery is somewhat guilty of this in oh, his performances. God, yeah. Frank doesn't like the hand in the small of the back. I don't, oh, I yeah. don't like the sheet, um, the bed sheet, which is very clearly <laughs> sticky taped um, three quarters of the way up. Up the bomb slice. Oh yeah, I don't Goodness like that. Me. It's not what life's like, is it? Bake-off's changed. If you're going <laughs> to do it, then then um, then do it. <laughs> is that your motto? No, I don't think so, Fine. I don't think you're allowed. <laughs> well, no, but then, well, don't do it at all. You see, I saw Nicole Kidman in on, live on stage in a thing called I think it's called the Blue Room. I mm. remember it. And she was naked. Very saucy. But she was naked, but she was naked in a sort of an arm here and a sheet there and a stand behind a hat stand. And oh, I right. think, oh, don't bother. Yeah. Don't bother if you're going to be all... Oh, well, I believe we're discussing the difference between nude and naked, aren't we? Oh. Are we? Are we? Yes. If you're unfamiliar with that, then I can't Look, help I've you. Look, I've I seen am. films. <laughs> I've seen films which featured the physicals. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were a, a genre of film that they accepted that that's what they were about, yeah. and, oh, they, yeah. and they didn't they didn't tread on the toes of other drama traditions like acting and <laughs> plot. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Well, leave that. That's your that's your that's your ingredients. We'll stick. Leave it to the." So what I'm saying is, leave it to the specialists, and don't have it in yeah. films where it's someone's got a sheet taped to their behind. <laughs> I mean, I have left. I have left the room with a with a sheet stuck to my behind, but it was completely unintentional. Frank, what about when they have there's, there's a knock at the door? This always happens. They're interrupted. The 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 love scene is interrupted by a phone call or a knock at the door, and the man always says, "There's a Richard Keys hairy arm at the small of the back," and then he then says, "Now where were we?" Oh, oh yeah, oh, no. sickos. What about when they, someone comes to the door? They get out of the bed. They've both got their pants on. <laughs> about what's going on <laughs> what complete waste of time i'm totally with bill not, Nye, not you you just have your pajama top on in it 
I can honestly. We should have an explain. We should say yes. Yeah. So Bill Nye said oh, he yeah. hates a love scene. Yeah, he's yeah. right. He described them as appalling, and he said smart people don't do them. Well, I've never seen them ad. You get the odd film when it's all they're about, and they're rubbish films. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know. In my my favourite bit of his interview was I he, said, uh, he said, it's always a good day when you don't have to be romantic. <laughs> that was what he said. <laughs> well, I don't mind it in life. kind of comment that gets me in trouble <laughs> domestically. Yeah. But, but I, I would say that I am, as Anne Widdicombe once said of the former Conservative leader, <laughs> Michael Howard, I have something of the naive about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Bill Nye did give the impression that he was turning um, love scenes down. Yeah. I I wonder how many he's he's getting offered. (laughs) I I mean, is he? Is he actually? Meow. No, no, I'm not. I'm not having a go. I'm just. I'm just. I'm genuinely wondering if he's getting those roles come up. I um. I don't know. I know that um. I think it was Fortitude that you know that. Oh, um, I've seen that. Yeah, that, that everyone's contract said that they they could, if they were asked to appear naked, they had to do so. Oh, really? Goodness. Well, and to I be fair, that was my contract for this show. Yeah, I know, too. but we haven't got around to it. Yeah. Apart from that. No, time, I did it, once on the webcam. You did change the top. <laughs> I forgot about the webcam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you weren't. It was just a bit of bra. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of bra, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, right, uh, of course, I, uh, he stole my seat at a wedding once. Uh, Bill Nye? Bill Nye, yeah. Did he? Have I you got interaction with everyone in the news? <laughs> is that how I, your life I, is? I, I, I try. <laughs> when you read the papers, you think, oh, he's the guy that uh, pushed in front of me at the spa when I was going to buy milk. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's all people that you've dealt with. To be fair to uh, to Bill Nye, I, I got up because um, Boz was a baby then and he started crying a bit. Yeah. So I got up to walk him, you know, the way you do to get him to stop crying. Oh, yeah. And so when 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 Bill Nye had arrived, he saw the empty seat oh. and went for it. And I I thought, well, that's fair enough. So then he looked. Oh, I see. But then he looked and he looked at me with the baby and he worked it out and he went, "Have I took your seat?" And I said, "No, it's fine." He said, "No, no, no come on, sat down." So that's nice. Nye wins. Oh, good. Doesn't like sex scenes, and he gave me my seat back. That's great. I mean, there's not a lot wrong with Nye right now. No. Um, maybe it's the problem because his name is a little bit like Nighty. Yeah, it's maybe a funny people name, isn't think it? they think bedroom scene. That could be it. Sort of subliminally, they're already placing him in a bedroom scene. Mm-hmm. Would you do a love scene, Frank? I've done a love scene live on stage when I had to um, bear my buttocks. Oh, is that for Did cooking? You? No, no, for art. Yeah, cooking with oh, Elvis. Cooking with Elvis, yeah. Ah. Yeah, but I had a bit of a had a bit of a sweat rash week three. <laughs> Was that the poster? Yeah, we well, you had the tortoise in front of your unmentionables. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But um, that was uh, that was complicated. <laughs> was it complicated? Oh, your relationship with the tortoise? No, the sweat Hashtag rash. Hashtag it's complicated. Oh, you and the tortoise. Frank Skinner <laughs> is no longer in a relationship with the tortoise. <laughs> the sweat rash gave me a sort of labouton kind of look around the bottom, <laughs> so I had to. Uh, I had to be careful of the angle. Oh, Did you? Yeah, it was very... It turns out I was reacting to the stuff they washed my stage gear with. Oh. This is a nice story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, to, what, was there some powder or did they put some cream I on was, there to uh, turn it save, down a bit? I was saving this for Piers Morgan. <laughs> <but now. laughs>
It's out there. This is a bit where they close up on me and tears you start, start crying. Tears start to appear in my eyes, remembering just how much it smarted. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. We don't do much football news on this show, but I think we uh, need to discuss England newbie Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, who's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't play, but he's had a bit of um, press coverage for turning up at the squad gathering with um, with his stuff in a bin bag. Yeah, in a world of fancy luggage. In a world. <laughs> in a world of fancy luggage. <laughs> a man have Louis Vuitton man bags. World of luggage. There's probably a shop called that. One probably. man stood alone. I mean, it's very tempting now to do, do some funny stuff about why do people buy luggage at airports? They do. <laughs> why, well, let's just leave that to one side and assume that it's I been like done. You're so right. It feels like stand-up comedy. It has yeah. definitely, definitely been I done. I still like those subjects that really feel like stand-up comedy. But it's yeah. funny. Like, I mean, why do they? Do, what, have they all got all this stuff in their hands? Anyway. Anyway. Listen, love. I love the fact that he turned up with his stuff in a bin bag because... Has he, has he it, been fired from somewhere? No, I think he just—I think he just saw a load of shin pads and I don't know what else. I'd like know. it if he'd have had the cardboard box with the angle poised lamp and the plants. Oh, <laughs> framed picture nice. in there. Yeah, yeah the, new, the the slightly forlorn Newton's cradle with the balls all lying. Balls got a bit knotted up in the hurry to get out the office. The embarrassment. Oh, terrible. So yeah, and his mum was upset apparently. She sent him a text later saying, uh, what's with the bags? Yeah. It's, um... I've, I've met a few footballers, as you can imagine. And if, and you, meet, if you meet them, yes. <laughs> when I, say, I just mean met, though. <laughs> and um, I, post-game, they've all got the little leather wash bag. It's yeah. quite a special little yeah. secret work. It's the so, Mandem bag. Because they shower more than, more than most. Yeah. So I think it becomes a, quite a big no comment ritual. And they don't mm. have the big bath anymore. You wouldn't like. No, you wouldn't like to be a footballer in in years gone by, would you? With Shared a big baths. the communal bath, cluffy <laughs> <laughs> in the bath. Oh, no, no thanks. Not but, for Frank. Um, it's it's a tricky. I, I was glad, as far as I could tell, the bin ba- the bin bag he'd gone for. And I, you know, as you know, I favour a bin bag for an eclipse. <laughs> um, perhaps he, that's what he'd read. There'd been an eclipse in America, and thought, "I'll take a bin bag, and if there is one, I'll be, I'll be just awesome. in case." I was glad he didn't go for a, 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 the bin. My least favourite bin bag. This would have been a good texting if we'd done it yeah. earlier. Was is the yellow drawstring? Oh, bag. I couldn't agree more. Horrible. On the, on the quite white colours bag, the, the white plasticky bag. Oh, no, that's not even a bin bag, in my opinion. Isn't don't, it? Don't even that's bring a, that into this room. I regard that. swing bin liner, is that what we're it's, talking? It's a ghost of a bin bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if a bin man died and came back from the dead, it, that's, <laughs> that's what he'd be carrying, one of those. You're right. Along with his completely white bin man outfit. Yeah. I was... Why do you stand on the uh, the, the drawstring green? bag? Looks a bit like I imagine Darth Vader's <laughs> pajama trousers are a bit like that. <laughs> well, that's my Halloween costume sorted. Yeah. We'll never find out what Darth Vader sleeps in. No, although he's in a big water tank at one point. I hope, I hope he takes that hat off. He, he oh, must have take, a nightstand for the take outfit. The hat off. I imagine the hat um, doubles as a bedside lamp. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nej, god night, darling. Is that Mrs. Vader? Mrs. Vader sat next to him reading by lamplight, is she? But um, she shot, got a yeah. I think he's more of a listen, love. Vera Vader. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I favour a tote. As you know, I love a tote. A tote. I love well, a tote. Yeah, bag. I was going to say, Frank, if this had been Graham Lasso, it would have been a Dawn Books tote because yes. he was brains, as we know. I know, but he suffered for that. He read he a did. Guardian <laughs> once and then suffered. He'd have been ostracised, mocked. He'd have been. I tell you what, he'd have been slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> if he, if 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 Maguire had turned up with a Dawn Books or any local oh. bookshop based, yeah, tote Water bag. Stones. He would have been. He would have might as well have turned up in an elaborate ball gown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tabloids said that his mum gave him a yellow card for the bin bag. I think the players would have given him a straight red oh, for turning up with a bookshop bag. A nightmare. <laughs> Still, let's look on the bright side. The bag that he had was not on wheels. Let's respect him. I like this it. I think the bin bag is is what the fashion people call the must-have bag, because if you haven't yeah. got, if you haven't got a a Louis Vuitton bag, you can use a bin bag. But if you haven't got a bin bag, you can't lose use a Louis Vuitton bag. Well, oh. I see your logic. You see what I'm saying? It's a struggle. I thought we'd never get through that. I think we got there. I think, I think it's, we did. I think there is a logic to it if you really well, look, work your way through it. If you play, well, look. If you play, it's all right. I'm going to download the podcast and listen to that again and see what I said because I think there's wisdom in it. Well, he might play on Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he plays well. I don't care if he turns up in a Metropolitan Police body bag with his stuff in. Wow. <laughs> that, would be that would be full on weird. That would have been a bit of, that'd have got a bit of coverage. Are they actually the shape of a are they the shape of a person body bag? Just put his shin pads where the shins would be, that would be weird. <laughs> Yeah, body, but this is the police body bags. Have they got legs, legs, legs and arms Just and stuff? The goalie's gloves in the hands. <laughs> you know when they draw an outline around the body? It's it a like, chalk outline. Is it like that? If you get a flying exactly like V that. guitar, it's got the legs in it. Exactly like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if anyone's had body bag experience recently. But <laughs> <laughs> It's never stopped me before. Which does it handle like on the hip? Very cruel. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Harry cool. Anyway, um, Harry cool. That could be another quote. No. Um, sorry, I've ruined it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, bring on, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.